Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with Midi Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at Midi understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And Midi can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Good morning and welcome to the Morning Scoop for Wednesday, May 12th. This is your daily Buckeye Fix. I'm Tom Moore. The Minnesota game is in 113 days. The game against Michigan in 199 days. Yes, we are under 200 days until the Michigan game. The countdown on the final decision for the top prospect in the entire nation for the class of 2021. That, well, that countdown is a little less certain. The Buckeyes did, however, get a little bit of good news this week in their pursuit of defensive lineman JT Tuomaloao. Buckeye Scoop's Bill Green just wrote about that and several other interesting nuggets this week. He joins me this morning. Bill, what did you see this week that was encouraging about Ohio State's chances to land to a Maloa? Well, I've always liked the position they're in. You know, I like the relationship. Um, started early with Heartline, actually, and then passed off to Larry Johnson. Um, JT Tuomaloa, I've always been told his number one motivation is to be groomed, to be developed, to play in the NFL. And when you look at the University of Washington, their track record for that is abysmal. So it's, to me, he was always not staying home. And if he was going to stay home, he'd have made that decision long ago. So you've got the Larry Johnson NFL thing going for you. Um, then when you're looking to come a couple thousand miles from home, you're looking for a little bit of familiarity. So you're not the Lone Ranger there. And, you know, there was a friendship with G. Scott. Um, the trust issue with G. Scott Sr., as well as Jr., who can tell them, hey, my son's been here a year, loves it at Ohio State, loves the coaches, blah, blah, blah. There's a relationship with the Mecca Buca. So I think the familiarity works, as well as the NFL angle, be coached by Larry Johnson. Um, reasonable chance you're going to fight for the playoffs every year. With Washington, you might make it once a decade. So. I've always felt all that looked great for Ohio State and had them in the, in the lead position. And then, you know, you hate to prop up other competitors of ours in this business, but hey, I call it the way it is. And Brandon Huffman is the best in the business, one of the best in the business, straight shooter, great guy. And he has had the goods on this recruitment from day one. The family trusts him. 
they are not going to let Brandon Huffman get this one wrong. There's no way. So Brandon's going to not, as long as Brandon has Ohio State in his crystal ball pick, he's coming to Ohio State. When Brandon flips it to someone else, probably time to get out the whiskey um, because it's probably over. (laughs) So I would follow Brandon on this. And um, I know he's a competitor of ours, but he's a friend of mine. And and aside from that, he's great. And he's going to get this right. So I wouldn't be too concerned with the confidence meter. Um, That's a marketing ploy to keep Oregon, Washington, Bama, keep those message boards hopping. You put a confidence meter of nine on it, then those people aren't going to follow you. So I would follow Huffman's pick, not follow the confidence meter, and go from there. I mean, Brandon will have the goods on this more than I will. That's for darn sure, and I readily admit it. So I, I think there's an easy tell on this to where JT's going, and I think it's Brandon Huffman. Now, timeline, man, I don't know. You know, how many days was it to the Minnesota game, Tom? Yeah, 113 today. Well, he'll decide the next 110, 112 days then, because he'll want to play against Minnesota. Yeah, that it it seems like you know he's probably going to wait till he takes those visits in June. Yes, yes. but then you're going to have to make a decision before camp opens on August 4th or so, and probably maybe even a little earlier than that to get enrolled. So yeah, it is there. The window is narrowing, but yeah, right. definitely, yeah, definitely not sure where it is. But yes. We have talked before about recruiting being all about relationships. That's true with coaches and players, but also sometimes it's true of recruiting analysts and players. If you know the guy who knows the guy, yeah, you know who to listen to. Brandon I Huffman, so. yeah, I yeah, Brent, so. yeah, Brandon Huffman. For you, if you guys don't know, he is a West Coast analyst uh, for one of the other yes. one of the other networks. But so that's that's why he's closer to JT Tuomaloa because yeah, he, is he lives quite yeah he lives in Washington and he's known the family forever, and he's really the only one that they speak to on a regular basis. So the trust they have in Brandon is pretty evident, and they're not going to let him get this wrong. So that's my that's yeah, my he, story, and I'm sticking to it. Yeah, he is, he is closer to JT Tuomaloa because he is quite literally literally to JT Tuomaloa. Yes. Yeah. Um, so th- that's some encouraging news for Ohio State on the number one player for the class of 2021. The news was not quite so good this week with transfer linebacker Henry Henry To'o To'o from Tennessee. Uh, there had been a flood of positive sounding news for the Buckeyes, both both from within our staff and other sites that cover Ohio State. And then all of a sudden he ended up at Alabama. So can you give people some idea how that all played up with him ending up with the Crimson Tide not all that long after he seemed pretty much destined for Columbus? Yeah, if you look back in the beginning, I mean, I think his dad was pretty pretty clear, you know, that Alabama was the choice. That's where the dad wanted the kid to be. And it was pretty much where the kid wanted to be. The hangup was, would he be instantly eligible at Alabama? And how would the NCAA rule on that? And, you know, they still haven't ruled. So I thought the kid, you know, would not take a chance on being forced to sit out a year and go to Alabama as long as it was uncertain. But he defied that logic, and he is now headed to Bama, and and he does not know that if he's going to be eligible or not next year. I'm sure Nick Saban has assured him that he will be. Um, but Ohio State was the clear second choice here. And if the SEC would have ruled against instant eligibility, he would have been at Ohio State. So, and it, and it just looked like the longer that it took drug on, it looked like Ohio State was going to be the winner. There was a lot of optimism on the Ohio State side of things. 
And I, I think they felt they had him and were getting him. So, but Nick Saban, you know, Tom, Tom it ain't a hobby for him, you know, so he knows how to, he knows how to recruit and, you know, he's not winning those titles by accident. So, you know, he got the player, he wanted him, he got him and, you know, you tip your hat to Nick Saban. The interesting thing to me is what happens in the next couple of weeks if the SEC rules transfers are not instantly eligible. And Henry has to sit out a year. What happens then? You know what I mean? Does he go to the NCAA and say he was lied to? He was deceived? I'm going to Ohio State, and I want a waiver to play right away. I, I think he would have grounds there. So we'll see. I mean, I'm not saying that's going to happen, but if I'm the kid, and that's how I would play it, you know, there's no way Henry Toto wants to sit out next year. He wants to play next year get his name into that NFL draft, get drafted highly, and then head to the league. So he is not going to want to sit out next year. And if he gets forced, they try to force him to sit out next year, there's going to be a holy heck to pay, I believe. Yeah, there is not a whole lot that feels super predictable about anything in college football right now between <laughs> NIL and Transfer Portal and all of that stuff. So, yeah, it is going to be – that's going to be another fascinating one to keep your eye on. You get, One thing you can always say is – Something crazier has always happened. And whatever you're talking about, there's something crazier has happened than that in recruiting or now the transfer portal. So yeah. you can you can never say never. Um, your bank blog this week included updates on probably close to a dozen players. I just want to touch on a couple of them here, and then Buckeye Scoop members can find the rest of the information on our Ask the Insiders board. But let's start with Dallin Hayden. He's a four-star running back from Memphis. Can you share a little bit of a scouting report on Hayden and what you're hearing about him and the Buckeyes? Yeah, I think he's a good all-around back, kind of a J.K. Dobbins type. You know, I think they like him a lot. Um, I think he fits the offense really well. And I think he's going to be the running back in this class, I believe. Although, you know, you hate to make too many predictions right now with all these visits coming up in June. And those things are going to tell the tale. But for me, just the way this thing is starting to roll, um, I think he's going to be the guy. I think Hayden's going to be the guy in this class. I don't think they're going to take two running backs in this class. I mean, they've got a, a crowded room right now. Now that could change. You know what I mean? If one of those guys or two of those guys jumps in the portal in the near future, then they would shift and they would take two running backs then in this class. So a lot up in the air right now. And, and I think those June visits are really going to clarify things. But, you know, gun to my head today, running back in this class, I'm going with Hayden. And the other guy I wanted to ask you about was Amari Abor, if that name sounds familiar. He's a five-star defensive end from Duncanville, Texas. And Bill and I just talked about him a week or two ago on the show uh, that he and I did with Greg Powers from uh, Dave Campbell's Texas Football. Right, right. If it it sounds like maybe, you know, when I think when we talked to to uh, Greg, it sounded like Abor was more or less perceived as a lock to go to Oklahoma. Right, right. Now, maybe it sounds like that may not be quite so set in stone. Yeah, I think things are things are shifting there, and he is absolutely not a lock to Oklahoma. I think the winds are changing toward Ohio State, away from Oklahoma. Um, again, we want to see how these visits sort out, you know. But I'll tell you, I mean, over the years, you know, you go back to Trestle and then to Urban, and now with Ryan Day, their hit rate on these official visits is unbelievable. And, you know, they didn't have a lot, you know, we didn't, we don't, we haven't had too much of a history with Ryan Day, 
but I don't see that changing. And these out-of-state kids come to Ohio State, and the expectations are lower than what they find. You know, they, they think they're coming to the middle of Kansas, and then they end up seeing that campus, and it's a wow. Then they take them downtown, and it's like, oh, my gosh, you know, what a great city. You've got the Real Life Wednesday program, the academic part of it, the staff, Larry Johnson, they're great recruiters. I'm just telling you, he is not an Oklahoma lock. And gun to my head, if I had to make a choice, I would choose Ohio State right now for Amari Abel. That would, uh, you know, Larry Johnson has quite a string of five-star uh, defensive end signees recently. That would be another big one to add to that uh, add to that list. Um, last thing I want to ask you about, you and Mark Givler are just wrapping up your podcast series on the Scoop 100. That has been a fantastic list. And I just listened to the uh, 20 to 10, 20 to 11 episode right before okay. we hit record. Okay. Um, ton of great information, both on the players and where they may end up playing their college ball mm-hmm. as well. You can find that by searching Buckeye Scoop or Gives in the Bank. It's on the Gives in the Bank podcast. But if you search Buckeye Scoop on your podcast platform of choice, you'll find it that way, too. One of the guys you just talked about was Will Johnson. He is the five-star corner prospect from Michigan, currently committed to the Wolverines. But they just had a staff shakeup again. They, they basically turned over their whole staff in January. And then Mo Linguist, who played a big part in Johnson's recruitment, just left to take the head coaching job at Buffalo. Do you anticipate that having any impact on Johnson's commitment to Michigan and you know maybe opening the door a little more for Ohio State? Uh, possibly. Um, you know, I'm a relationship guy from all the years I've been in this business. That's what tells the tale. And, you know, I, I think Linguist, I, I don't know that he had a great relationship with Johnson because he just got there. But they liked him. It was obvious that he was pretty well respected. Now, Steve Klinkscales is a guy that's pretty familiar to Michigan people. So I think they got a great replacement for linguists there. And again, you're, you're going to have to develop that relationship. And that's going to have to, and you're going to have to see what they do on the field. That's going to be the main thing. If they're six and six this year, seven and five, something like that, and the natives are howling. You know, that contract Harbaugh signed is an easy one to get out of for Michigan. So, you know, if if they tear that thing to the ground this year and decide, look, you know, this is our John Cooper, it's just not going to get any better. And at some point, I think Michigan is going to have to realize it's not going to get any better, you know, and and they're trending in the wrong direction. So burn it to the ground. And then I think Will Johnson – it, it opens wide, it comes wide open then. And Combs has a great relationship with the kid, you know, and I think if the dad didn't play for Michigan, I think that kid would be committed to Ohio State right now. So if it, if it goes up in flames, then that could be the dad, you know, that could be the sign to him that, you know, I got to look out for my son's future here. This thing is starting from ground zero. And, you know, as much as the dad may have hated Ohio State, you know, we've seen this with the Bourne family. You know, I've seen it, Mike McRae, on the other side of things. You know, when you're looking to, t- to look out for your son and try to provide for his future, the place you went to college, all of a sudden, is not that important. So I think, you know, if things burn to the ground, I think Ohio State is going to be, you know, in great position to maybe land Will Johnson. 
Well, in a year with a bunch of weird, unprecedented stuff going on, Ohio State fans are going to have to root for Michigan to lose. Boy, of all the crazy <laughs> stuff that could possibly happen this year, just just start preparing yourselves now, Ohio State fans. You will you may have to root against Michigan a few times this fall. I, yeah, I have I have a feeling you can do it. So, um, Bill, thank you very much for joining me. Uh, the final episode of that Scoop One Hundred on the Gives in the Bank podcast list. That list should be out today. That'll be ten through one. I have a feeling, I, I, I don't know for sure, but I have a feeling there's probably going to be a guy who is uh, of note to Ohio State fans uh, right near at or top the uh, that list. So you can uh, check that out later on today. But go ahead and subscribe to the Gives in the Bank podcast right now. And if you haven't listened to that whole other series, they, this will be the 10th episode in that series. It has been a fantastic listen. You will learn so much about the top players in the nation. Great insight, scouting reports, where they're going, who, who Ohio State is uh, potentially in on, could get in on who you, you know, the, the guys who, you know, they, they have Ohio state in their top eight and Mark and Bill will tell you like, no, don't just <laughs> ignore it. Nope. It, it's just a smoke screen. You will, uh, you will come away knowing a whole heck of a lot more than you do right now. And uh, I'm sure you'll enjoy it as much as I do. And uh, make sure you check out all of our other great podcasts. You can find them on Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, SoundCloud, Spreaker, Spotify, uh, Alex Gleitman on his around the oval podcast, just had Kai Stokes, the Ohio state commit on this week. That was a great episode. Tony Gerdman and I just dropped an episode of Buckeye Weekly yesterday, and uh, you can find all of those shows at Buckeye just by searching Buckeye Scoop on your podcast platform of choice. You can also find them on YouTube at youtube.com slash Buckeye Scoop. We put all of our great stuff there, all those podcasts. Mark Givler down doing a uh, Southern Swing right now. He's been talking to a ton of uh, Ohio State commits, Ohio State recruits. Dr. Jaheem Singletary earlier this week, that's up on that, uh, on that YouTube channel right now. That is uh, worth, ch- worth checking out. So youtube.com slash Buckeye Scoop, you can check it all out there and then hit that subscribe button and you get notified every time we put up a new video as well. And then finally, BuckeyeScoop.com, you'll find that full uh, bank blog that we've been talking about. You know, we hit on a couple of the highlights from it, but you can find the whole thing on our Ask the Insiders board, but you got to be a member. So sign up today at BuckeyeScoop.com. Thank you guys all for joining us. Have a great day. We will talk to you tomorrow. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.